What's up, listener? I want to let you know if you don't know already, you can now financially support the Theology of Music podcast. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash theologyofmusic for more details. You're listening to the Theology of Music podcast. Follow on Instagram, support financially through buymeacoffee.com, and subscribe to the only podcast that unpacks the good and sometimes bad theology in the songs that we sing. Welcome again to the Theology of Music podcast. My name is Joel. And uh, yeah, so what a week. What a, what a, what a crazy week. So, you know, if you haven't been listening to the podcast, um, we've got some updates going on. We've got a, co- a couple cool things um, that are happening. One, uh, you if you just skipped the intro and, and the pre-intro, um, then you'll have no idea what this is. But yeah, this podcast now um, can be financially supported. So um, first off, thank you for everyone who has been just listening to this podcast over the years, uh, over the years, <laughs> over the the year. Uh, it's just been really cool to see God um, in his kindness, right? And that's something that I'm going to talk about in this podcast, d- touching on um, depression and, and, and melancholy. Um, and so, but, but I just want to thank you, you know, if you've just listened to this podcast, that's support enough, right? And if you've shared it, I mean, that's going an extra mile. And then for those of you who now have, have joined, uh, hands with this podcast financially, that's, that's huge to me. I mean, that's gigantic. Uh, and, and, and if you want to, please, I, I would love to continue to have more people sign up to be members, um, rather than just being donors, you can, you obviously can donate and support through like a one-time donation. That's totally fine. Uh, but it would be really great if I could, if I could get essentially enough people to, to have this podcast, um, support itself and then be able to, like I said, buy things for guests. Um, thank you notes, like thank you gifts for guests and stuff. Cause I, I want this podcast to be, um, to be its its own thing in that way that it can it can support itself and it can support people coming on and no one is asking me to pay for them to be on the podcast um which is that's been really nice and because i'm getting some pretty amazing people on this podcast but i want to buy them something as a thank you um and it's not like i don't want to buy it out of my own pocket um i would just i'd like it to keep it um keep the lines clean if you know what if you know what i'm saying about like budget wise so anyway so yeah if if three or four people basically sign up to give five bucks a month that's that's the podcast paying for itself and then the more people that that sign up the more i can give back um so there you go but uh that's that's the one thing that's been going on um it's something new and then also we've just had some really cool guests right we've had someone like Mackenzie on the podcast right who who recently went viral because she was defecting from the the big three of modern worship right uh, and so that episode was last week and that was a wonderful conversation with her just getting to uh, it, it's just really awesome to be able to sit down with someone who thinks uh, and it thinks similarly to you and is convicted about the same things, uh, but has a, a completely different platform, right? Because it's really easy to think you're, you're on your own because you're, you're in your bubble. So even when I was working in the church, right, you, you would have your, your bubble of people in denom- denominations and churches you knew um, in your area that were kind of were, were on the same page. And then you were rubbing shoulders with people who who weren't on the same page with you, right? And so I, I was, 
I used to have this group of worship pastors and worship leaders uh, back in Virginia and we'd get lunch every month and uh, we'd just talk and we would vent typically <laughs> about what our pastors were making us do or whatever like that. And um, and it, it was a fantastic time of fellowship, but we, as the group expanded, I mean, it started to get from, you know, just three to like 10 or 11 people. Um, many people w- were in were different you know we we had differing views right philosophies of ministry even um not just like how what songs you would play on a sunday but you know how do you do auditions how do you do discipling do you do discipling what like who handles um song vetting right all those kinds of things and what was really good um was that you were around different people now in my ignorance and my arrogance, right? I thought, well, my, I still thought at that moment, my view and my philosophy was better. And, and there are a lot of people that do, right? And I, and I, I think this is an issue. And Mackenzie and I talked about this, right? We, we can, those who, in quotes, right, care more deeply about songs, can, about the songs that they're singing at, on Sunday, can, can loft themselves, in their own estimation in, in in light of others who may not hold the same viewpoint right and that probably sounds incredibly familiar because that's literally what's going on in general in our culture right and so uh so that was just really cool that was a wonderful time with Mackenzie. and there's more guests coming and i'm so excited for you guys to, to listen to them uh i've got some just really cool people lined up that I, i'm I know I keep saying really cool people. And then also uh, a, a cool thing, I, I just I love the word cool, uh, that we're going to be doing with with the uh, the Brian test and Michelle Nizet, if you guys remember them, we're going to be doing like a, a live stream uh, with all three of us just kind of talking through stuff like this, right? And so um, that's going to be exciting. We're going to probably host it on one of their sites, right? Either the Brian test or Michelle's Nizet's page. And we're going to uh, do a live stream there on Facebook. So get ready for that and get excited for that. It's going to be uh, end of September. Uh, but no, so on the line of, um, the whole opinions, right. Holding your, your position, uh, in higher estimation than others, right. That's so, you know, if you haven't heard, or if you don't follow us on Instagram, which you should, um, or follow me on Instagram or Facebook, my whole family got COVID. So we got COVID and we still don't even know where, right. I, I, I don't even know if contact tracing would be effective in our, <laughs> cause like we don't get out. And so you'd think that that would narrow it down. But the one week that we did, you know, like my wife went to target, I went to got a, get a haircut. She got a haircut. Like she went to counseling, like all this kinds of stuff. Right. Um, we went to church. Like where did it, where did we get it? Who knows? Um, but Nora was the one who was tested. And then all of us though had similar symptoms, right? So she got tested. She has COVID. Lucy took a little bit longer to show symptoms, uh, but then she showed symptoms. I showed symptoms. Joanna showed symptoms and they varied, right? So um, no one was in serious danger, which I'm just very thankful for, right? I'm just I'm thankful to God that no one was in, in crazy danger, right? Lucy and Nora both had fevers that were high, but they were not dangerous um, and they were still able to sleep kind of the first few nights were really rough just for all of us because none of us were feeling good uh and when your kids don't feel good no one's really sleeping and so you know you put on top of that you have covid yourself as uh the father and mom yeah it's not fun so those first few nights were 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 bad and i'm i feel like i'm still recovering from the sleeping so one thing that i still have is the shortness of breath and you might not notice it or you might hear it in my breathing but 
yeah, I, I still have the shortness of breath and I still have congestion. Um, Joanna still has, uh, most of her smells gone and taste is, is basically back, but she's got congestion. Um, so I'm the only one that apparently has the shortness of breath. Uh, Lucy has a cough and then Nora, I think is basically better. I think she has a little bit of a cough too. Um, but, and so, you know, a lot of people asked when we got COVID, right? Are you vaxxed? And you know, the, here's the thing. Uh, no, uh, but it's not because I'm an anti-vax person, but the, it's the most annoying thing that I even have to say that, right? Because immediately every cent, every word that I say is being met with you thinking something else, right? And that's the, that is the destructive culture and climate of today, right? That we we're switching the we're we're immediately it's almost it's like it's like a switchboard every switch right that 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 is it responds to something I say and it immediately switches something on right in you right and so if I say I'm not anti-vax and then you go well what you, you should be anti-vax like there's I have had multiple people be like you should not take blah 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 it's from the Satan blah, blah, blah. like look I I I work at home I go to the gym and we go to church. Like that's about as much as we do, right? I play video games at night sometimes, right? This, I don't go out. We don't go out. And so that was the biggest reasons why I was like, well, why, why get the vaccine? You know, people say, well, it would help you protect other people. I'm not going out and seeing other people, right? It's the sample size is very small. Uh, also, it's it's still new, right? And I like, I'm, I'm a waiter. I try to wait because uh, I think that's just a better practice in general. Let's be, to be people who wait. Um, and so I'm just waiting because there's, it's not like I have to because of work. Right. So, and, and now I have antibodies. So the next time it goes around, right. The other thing, you know, if another variant comes around, I'll be less likely to have as much of a, um, a situation or I won't have to get a booster kind of thing. So, um, you know, all those kinds of things, right. So I'm not spread, I'm not spreading dis- misinformation or anything like that. I'm just saying in our life, it wasn't anti-vax. It wasn't this principled decision. It was just like, yeah, let's just wait and see. And then we didn't know if we'd ever get it. We got COVID and here we are and we're fine. So, um, it's great. So all that to say along those lines, right. But every conversation I would have with people would be so different. Right. And that's, this is, this is the frustrating part, right? Right now we're in this climate where it's, it's becoming in, 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 I'm not trying to be hyperbolic, but it is becoming the new segregation, right? So now, now we're want, we're wanting to segregate away from people who just don't want to get a vaccine, right? You know, we, it's funny. We, we, you know, we're, there was always those jokes about people who don't want to get any types of vaccines, like the, the, like smallpox and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, and you would make fun of those people, but now it's, 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 gone further it's not even being making fun now it is i am anim anim, i have animosity right i i have anger i have i have constant tension against you because you are not sitting against me right there's this person is just exercising freedom to not do something or to do something and i am now extending ill will towards that person Right. You know, so huge podcaster, Joe Rogan, he got it. And um, there are people that were asking, really saying, how oh, maybe really funny if he died of COVID. And I'm thinking, well, what? Why? 
what what is this world that we're living in now where we are so left it's obvious right god is giving us over as a culture to our desires and our sin and and what that sin begets and because of that right we are just incredibly incredibly mean and vicious towards each other right and and i was thinking about that a lot during my time with having COVID, right? And and it, it's, you might think to yourself, well, that's kind of something really weird to to think about while you have COVID. And yeah, it is, it, but it, it's because, you know, you're quarantined. You can't do anything and you're in your house with two kids and you're trying to survive. And um, it was hard. Like I, I will say, right? And this is kind of shifting gears now. Um, in in the past, right? In, in my past, in my life, um, when I was younger, I wrestled with anxiety and depression, right? Had, had panic, a couple panic attacks, um, some depressive, um, seasons, right? And, uh, it's kind of one of the reasons why I went into counseling. I just loved, I wanted to learn more. And, um, after that, uh, as I was in college and, um, I went through counseling and I got married and I went through some more counseling and I saw the Lord give me freedom from anxiety and, uh, depression, right? I didn't, I didn't wrestle with it. Um, and, and a big part of that was the, the, the regimented and regulated disciplines in my life, right? So I was regularly reading my Bible. I was regularly uh, being discipled. I was regularly journaling and and praying, right? And part of that was because it was my job, right? As a worship pastor and a worship leader uh, working in the church. And and so those disciplines, um, either forced by occupation or by um, just my own will and and, um, self-discipline, right? Those benefited me in a way that helped mitigate the propensity to be melancholy, right? Because that's something that I, I wrestle with. I wrestle with, I wrestle with the propensity to just be melancholy, which just means I lean and I bend towards meh <laughs> as best as I could say. You just, I just, I just can't, if left to my own devices, I'm going to, to kind of go like my, I'm like, I'm a sigh. I'm just, my, my existence can be summed up in. <sighs> so, so yeah, so those, those are those moments, right? And I've wrestled with that. And in last year, right, when we went through this, this incredibly difficult season, um, and, and we were outside of work and we were just wondering what was going to happen. I, it, I got really low, I got real low. Uh, and I had bad anxiety, real bad anxiety. And I had a couple panic attacks during that time. Um, and it was tough. I mean, it was really hard and, and yet the Lord used, which was something that I was obviously going to talk about, but the Lord used song, right? He used music, right? And so during that time I was working with, uh, Matt, my partner in the Grace Collective, we were writing our, and finishing writing and, and doing, um, kind of tweaking our songs for the album that we just dropped from Romans. Um, and in writing in the midst of that time helped, it helped obviously also, you know, being, um, in the Lord, right. And in, in still doing my disciplines, even though it was really hard to do at the time. Um, but writing really helped. God was, was present in the writing process. And so fast forward to here, right. The getting COVID that meant that we missed out on the only vacation we were going to have for the year. And that was going to be with my side of the family 
and we were going to go to the Outer Banks, which we love to do as a family. Um, and it had been the first time since we had kids that we would be going on vacation too. So this is, you know, anticipated to say the least. And we get COVID a few days before we are going to leave. That's it. I mean, there's going to be eight days basically of, of just enjoying family, our kids getting to see their grandparents and their aunt and uncle and all that kind of stuff. And that's it. It's gone. And we're feeling sick and we're tired and we're lonely. And that was really hard. And so those first few days, man, were, were tough for me. And I felt, I felt the, the anxiety. I felt the depression. I felt them creeping back into my mindset, right? I was, I was so negative. I've, my disciplines were lacking. I wasn't spending time in the word, right? I wasn't journaling, right? I wasn't, I wasn't praying, right? I wasn't even, I wasn't prioritizing, prioritizing. I wasn't prioritizing family worship. And I'm being honest, like I failed my family in those first few days uh, because I, I just was in my own feelings, right? And instead, like I was saying in a few podcasts ago, right? I needed to just let go and repent and not process, right? But repent and, and move on. I didn't do that. I was processing. And because I was processing, my family suffered. And, and it's not that Christians can't get depressed, right? Because there's actually a fantastic book called Christians Get Depressed Too by Andrew Murray. It's so good. I, I can't recommend it enough. You need to get it if you're currently wrestling with depression, right? Uh, there's also another one called Spurgeon Sorrows, which is a fantastic book as well. But the, the, the thing that, that helps me, right, it is, is music because music is powerful and it's a powerful tool that God can use to express our worship to him, right? And, and, and it helps remind us, though, of the glories of the gospel and the hope of, of the new heavens and the new earth, right? Like getting our minds out of just this, this ugh right now, it's, but it's, it's setting our minds on things above, right? Not on things on the earth. And, and so the other thing though, right? Not just music, but, but there's a few disciplines that you need to keep. And that was the difference, right? If just because things are hard doesn't mean you can stop doing your disciplines. And that was my problem, right? But as I've gotten back into my disciplines, right, with whether it's prayer, right, or conf or confessing, right, or or reading my Bible, or even just going and observing the Lord's day and, and being a part uh, of, of corporate worship. Now, you can't with COVID, so that was really hard. Uh, and then service too is hard, like, because you want to serve others. But there's another part of serving is praying for others, right? So, like, think about prayer. Like, you're acknowledging your dependency on God when you pray. This is a, this is an integral part of your daily life as a Christian, and and even more so when you are wrestling, when you're anxious, and you're and you're depressed, right? Because you have you have to be honest about where you are in your weakness, and, and and you're submitting yourself to the will of God, right? It's it's your communing with Him, and and these. This, these, there's so many things that you can pray to him, right? It's not just, hey, God, I need, but it's just, it's letting him know what he already knows, but letting him know, God, I, I just need you in this moment right now. I need you to make yourself known to me. But otherwise, but still saying, I know you're still here, even if I don't feel it. Because God in Christ, this is the beauty of our, our relationship with the Lord and God our Father. In Christ, he's made himself accessible. That's incredible. He's made himself accessible and his glory is there and it's all for our good. And, and he, he not only did that, but he also put his, his third person of the Trinity in us. 
And that's, come on, that's, that's incredible to me. So, so when you're wrestling, right, when you're wrestling with anxiety and depression, it, it's, it can, it can feel so hard to just pray. And that's okay. If it's just a quick prayer and, and it, and it, or you feel like you're just gritting through teeth. It's, it's not about elegance and eloquence and in length, right? But just pray and try to center your prayers and focus your prayers on being thankful, right? Think of the good, pray about the good in your life. And it, it, it may seem crazy to, to do, but be thankful, practice Thanksgiving in those prayers. Thank him for, for things like that was something that I did, right? I, w- I was thankful and I would pray, God, I'm, I'm thankful that none of us are in the hospital right now, right? That's something that we need to do. And then, right. So that's prayer, right? Confession is, is something else you can do. And it's when you think about, uh, you think about the Psalms, right? When, when, when you could think of Psalm 50, uh, 51, where, you know, David is confessing his sin or Psalm 32. Um, but it's, there's something about remembering to acknowledge that you are still sinful in this instance, right? Me acknowledging the fact that I failed my, my family was liberating for me because then I was able to let go of the shame and the guilt that would have only piled upon me as I was wrestling, right? And that's what happens, right? We go through something, right? So you miss a vacation because of COVID, right? And and you can't do all these things and you feel sick and you're tired. That's okay. That's out of your control. That is something that now you have to deal with, okay? And then you, because of that, you sin, right? You don't help your family in a way that you need to as a father. But now, instead of confessing that to the Lord, you just kind of let it make you have a pity party and you just, you just pile it on. So now it's, now it's not just that you missed out on the vacation and you're tired and you're frustrated. Now you're frustrated with yourself and you have these feelings of guilt. And then you're now you're wondering if your wife thinks you're inadequate as a husband and a father and a spiritual head of the family. And you're wondering if your kids are ever going to come to know the Lord as savior. Right. And it just boom, 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 boom. And it just wait after wait, after wait, after wait. But here's the, here's the thing, right? You, you need to confess your sin because it's only going to make you more miserable if you don't. You're not helping yourself. And I wasn't helping myself, so I had to do that. And then reading your Bible, right? You, you need to be putting truth in. So as you're confessing, right? You're putting out the bad. You're putting on the good. You're bringing in the good, right? You know, this... The, one of my favorite scriptures is, is I have hidden or treasured your word in my heart that may not sin against you, right? That's, that's in the Psalms, right? And, and I love that because memorizing and, and pondering the Psalms and, 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 and parsing through scripture uh, itself helps us because it's, it's watering. It's not only just planting, but it's watering fertile ground that then will sprout life when we are experiencing death. Right. And, and even Psalm 119, right. It talks about meditating on God's precepts and contemplating his ways. And, and because of that, he's delighting in his statutes and not forgetting God's word. Right. You, you need to, to, to put in the good put in life, right? right? One of the, one of the greatest instances uh, of faith in, 
in scripture is when, when everyone's abandoning Jesus and Jesus looks at Peter and he says, are, like, are you going to leave me too? And, and Peter just goes, where else are we going to go? You are the only one with the words of life. So my question would be to you is in those moments, right? When everything is so hard and, and, and everything is so difficult, are you honestly looking at the Lord and saying, only you have the words of life, man. I, I like, where else am I going to go? Lord, I can't go anywhere. I can't go to myself. I can't go to my spouse. I can't go to the world, right? That if I put all of my bag, all of my, my eggs in that basket, I couldn't think of the word, Hey, COVID. Okay. If I put everything into that, it's only going to leave me empty. You, Jesus are only the one with the words of life. And then obviously, like I was saying, you know, going to church, it's, there's something liberating about being around people. It's one of the hardest parts about quarantines, right? It's one of the reasons why everyone has been so dying just to get back out and to be with people because we, the Lord created us for community because he himself lives in perfect community as the Trinity. And so going together and doing as Ephesians talks about, like admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, right? Joining together as a body and the bride of Christ, worshiping him and, and, and just being around people, right? Who love Jesus helps. And then service. So if, but if you can't get out because of COVID, you know, you can't serve people physically, right? Pray for people. That's another part. Pray for people in your life to take the attention off of yourself. That's what service does. Service takes the attention off of you and helps you, you, you to serve them, to bless them. Right. And, and it gives you joy because it's, it is, I don't know what it is. And it's just incredible. It's this amazing thing, how the Lord wired us to, to experience this endorphin rush when we bless someone else and we can see it. I mean, think about it in your own life. Think about any time you've ever blessed someone and they've responded with such appreciation and excitement, right? You, you, you can't help but smile. And that's what you need to do. So you, you need to be disciplined in these ways, right? Whether it's prayer, it's going to church, it's reading your Bible, it's confessing your sin, right? It's, it's serving others, right? Those are things that you can tangibly do, but it's okay. Here's what I, I want to let you know though. It, it is still okay. It's okay to be depressed as a Christian. It's okay. It, there's, you are not going to hell because you're melancholy. You are not going to hell because you're depressed or anxious, right? It's depression is not only always because of unconfessed sin, right? I'm not saying that, right? I'm not saying you're miserable because of unconfessed sin. I'm, I'm not saying depression is because you're just, you know, you're not living it like for the Lord or, right, and it's, it's, it's not just you're just, you're throwing a pity party or anything like that, or you just have a lack of faith. It's, there can be many reasons why you are depressed. And that's why it's okay if you're depressed. And that's why it's good to go to get a, get a counselor. And then if you, as you're talking to the counselor, Hey, if you need medicine to help balance your moods so that you can do work to then hopefully maybe not need medicine, but that's the ultimate goal would you might not to hopefully not need medicine to balance you out, but you are using discipline in, in, in your relationship with the Lord. But hey, it's not everyone starts there and not everyone gets there this side of eternity. You may not get there. So I want you to know it's, it's okay if you are wrestling with, with depression and anxiety. That's a part of life, 
right? One of the craziest things in my in my own life is hearing stories of people who never knew they wrestled with anxiety until later, right? And and you just didn't talk about it or no one gave had language for that, right? So especially people in, in my age group, right? A lot of millennials today are realizing through counseling or just maybe even self-diagnosis that they actually wrestle with anxiety and they have panic attacks. But in their youth, it was thought to be asthma, right? Because our parents didn't really know what to do because mental health wasn't really as, uh, it wasn't as big of a deal now as it was now, as it is now as then, right? So back then, right, you, it was more, there was much more of a sense of, you know, you don't talk about it if you're wrestling with it as an adult, right? Adults didn't talk about it. And kids, because adults didn't talk about it, were just kind of like, oh, you're okay. Do a sport. Do something like this. Get over it. You're fine. Right? And and now, though, we're seeing the pendulum shift <laughs> the crazy other way where we're going, it's just not good for my mental health to be in this situation. I just don't think it's good for my mental health to be um, on time for work. You know, that's just putting a lot of pressure on me to have to... Um, do what's required of me that I signed in a contract. Um, it's just putting a lot of emotional strain and I need a me day. Um, and I'm going to need a me day every Friday now. You know, I like, no. <laughs> so in anyway, it's okay though. Listener, I want you to know it's okay. If right now you're currently wrestling with depression or you're down and you're you're distraught. God does not look upon you with disdain. He wants you to come to him. And I hope you do. You know, it's been interesting in this time, right? God's been blessing me and this kind of come full circle um, through this podcast. There was actually a point when I got COVID, I didn't want to do the podcast. But that's, that's just piling on misery because there's so many things that God's done in my life through this podcast, but just blessing me with great conversations, connections with people, um, finance, financial blessing, right? But, but also just, it's just me preparing for this podcast and prepping for this podcast through research or through scripture reading or through songs listening, right? It's focusing my attention on him. And it's benefiting my spiritual life and my walk with him. And that's the thing. That's the goal, right? And everything that we do, it should draw us to Jesus. Into a deeper, greater, more fulfilling relationship with him. And it's okay if life outside of yourself is trying to pull you away from that. But it's on you and it's on me to cling to Jesus white knuckled through discipline through through love appreciation thankfulness all those things so anyway i hope this has blessed you i know it's a little different but i hope it's blessed you i hope you've had a, a wonderful week i hope you've had a, a i know school's starting so i hope everything's going well with you and your family with that i know it's kind of crazy um but yeah i hope that you've been just encouraged by this podcast. Like I said in the beginning, hey, follow on Instagram, Theology of Music, theologyandmusic at gmail.com if you want to send any um, song suggestions or feedback. 
Um, also, if you want to, like I said, you can give at buymeacoffee.com. You can either do a monthly membership where you can just do a one-time donation. But yeah, I we still aren't going to go to corporate worship just because we're it, we're going to get tested, but we're kind of within that window still for quarantine. So, uh, but I can't wait to to worship again corporately. And I hope you have a wonderful Lord's Day. And uh, thank you guys so much. See you later. <laughs>